Yo, you're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And during today's show, we gave out hourly winning words for our 10K a day giveaway. Hopefully you heard them and you entered. Remember to keep listening every day, every hour for your chance to hear the hours winning word. Just remember, you have to enter before 1 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. Good luck. And you get that cash. You get those bands. You get that Skrilla. You get that. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, guys. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good is Herm. I don't know why Herm thought I had briefcases full of money. I don't know what coach. You carry him around. Why you do that? No, 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 man. Those days, those days are over, man. We, it's nil time now. I don't have to do that for USC anymore. (laughs) You know, it was all all for USC to give them out to other people. That's why we carried it around. Uh, to give it out to other people. I see. Yeah, that's why we carry this around. This far, you know Back I mean? in the day, the assistant coach with the with the suitcase, you know, on yeah, his lap. Yeah, yeah, there the you plane. go, Max. Yeah. You, you hear what <laughs> I'm saying? Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, I used to come in. <laughs> yeah. When I played in the league, I'd stop by the university, pick up a couple briefcases, and go to the high school recruits, you know? Right. No, right. no traceable <laughs> dollars for me. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that from a moral sense. You could argue uh, ethically. All right. Put it in the escrow account, uh, Max. Here's, here's the thing. How about that, Max Keller? We are giving away 10 thousand dollars a day kjm 10k a day giveaway and by the way you know what i like so much about this one no about this giveaway tell us the promotion it's like it's a pleasure to do you know how good yeah. it feels to feel like oprah and you get 2500 and you get 25 every hour we give away 2500 dollars. so far we've we've done it for eight days we've given away 80 g's it's about to be 82 5 10 minutes from now we're going to give you the winning word text it to triple seven triple zero just like that, you might win $2,500 so Hold far. Up, Max. I just want to do a quick shout-out. 32 out. people have won. Shout-out to Cornelius in Colorado. Spoke to him yesterday. He won on the winning word clutch. He's a Denver Broncos fan. We had some fun about Russell Wilson. How ironic. Let's ride. And Denver then, Broncos fan won on the word clutch? Yeah, and clutch. <laughs> <laughs> and then my That's boy Patrick ironic. in South Carolina, who actually works at, um, you know, like um, the uh, Sprinter truck vans. He works yeah. in one of those plants, right? And he's diehard, diehard Cowboys fan. Diehard Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. So he won $2,500, oh. which is big for him as well. So I just want to give a shout-out to my people yesterday. Nice. Yeah, that's all. I'd like to give a shout-out to Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, key. Four TDs. The Niners blow out the Cardinals 38-10. to 10. Max, can we a- just talk about for a second? Why every yeah. time they pan to Jimmy G last night in Mexico City, it felt like it was Romeo Santos or like <laughs> – I felt Antonio Banderas or, like, Jay Balvin. I was like, is this dude a superstar in Mexico City? What is going on? Yeah, man. It felt like a World Cup game last night, the environment. It was sick. Yeah, I got to tell you something. It's like, um, Key, I remember back in the day, right, Snoop had a line. I throw, what do you say, something strikes like Roger Clemens or Andy Pettit, something like that. And I thought to myself, Snoop is up on Andy Pettit. You know why? Because the dude's in the World Series all the time, right? Like, if you, if you are deep in the playoffs all the time, people around the world know you. I mean, Snoop was a bigger baseball fan, I guess, than I realized at the time. But the point is, Jimmy Garoppolo, every time you turn around, the dude is adv- deep into the playoffs. People know who he is. Yeah, I talk in Espanol, the postgame interview. Like, I'm like, what is going on right now? Okay, crossover. So, Jimmy Garoppolo did the key last night. Keyshawn Johnson, Bill Parcells, old football heads. Let's keep it nice and simple. He dropped back 29 times, completed 20 passes for 228 yards, 
had four TDs. It's a little, it's a little gaudier, the statistics, than Key usually explains, but it's the same principle. No, it's not, God, it's not Gotti Max. It's about right. 20, 20 to 29, you know, drop back less than 30. It's the four he TDs, got, Key. He got the four TDs, but yeah. that's the that's candy on top, right? I mean, it's right, just a little, right. little sweetener. Plus, they rush for a buck 50, mm-hmm. and the defense play lights out. That's you're gonna win, man. You're gonna win all the games that way. If you look at the stat line for Jimmy G and some of the other quarterbacks at the top of the the you know the conference or the top of the NFL, outside of maybe Patrick Mahomes, and and you draw, throw a little bit of Joe Burrow in there, which that to me, the Cincinnati Bengals aren't real competitors in terms of going back to the Super Bowl this year. But if you look at Buffalo, those are the only two outliers in my opinion that throw the ball everywhere all the time. Other than that, everybody's going to pretty much have this sort of stat line. I think I think the Bengals are live to win the whole thing this year, but we'll see. they got to get healthy. But meantime, Jimmy G is running Shanahan's offense, right? Now, let's keep in mind, Bill Belichick said, that dude's going to succeed Tom Brady. Shanahan said, I want that dude to run my offense, right? And he never loses, essentially, when he plays. What goes into running Shanahan's offense, Jimmy? And a lot of things. Uh <laughs> A lot of hard work, a lot of studying. Uh, it's not the easiest offense in the world, but it's definitely worth it when you get on that field because when it's hard on us, it's really hard on them, and you got to remember that. And it's, uh, it's, it's been fun. It's me and Kyle growing together and uh, you know, put together a good game today. So, Jay, 6-4. and four. They've won 5-7. of seven. They're tied with the Seahawks now. Isn't that amazing? Trey Lance, well, this is going to try to develop him. Jimmy G under center, boom, just like that. Oh, they might win the Super Bowl. I don't know why everyone wants to move on from this dude. It, key, are they legitimate Super Bowl contenders right now? Absolutely. Two weeks ago, I told you I didn't have them in there. And then Adam Shefty, because I'm on NFL Live, obviously, on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And then one of the days, Adam came out with his report while we we're on NFL Live. And he said, I think this was last week, he said that the 49ers are going to get back 11 players two weeks ago or whatever it was. And I'm like, oh, they getting back who? I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to mess things up because I'm getting ready to move over to the 49ers a little bit. I'm sliding toward that. And now when you look at it in Keto and getting back, obviously, Debo Samuel, who just – he plays like a Debo and just out there just ripping it up. Then you got Bosa on the defensive side of the ball, and the young defensive backs, and D'Amador Lenore out of Oregon, who's who's certainly turning into a fabulous corner for them. So you start to look at it, and you're like, okay, this makes a whole lot of sense. It just makes it just looks right. Now you sit back and you say to yourself, I wonder if they think, man, maybe we should have not given up all those picks and did something else with that. November 22nd, today's date, right? I'm going to take the 49ers to get to the Super Bowl. I'm going to mark it down. I'm going to take yeah. them to come out of the NFC. Why not? I, I it's just, and I get the Eagles, Jalen Hurts is different. I understand Dallas and what their upside is with that defense. I just I think the addition of CMC Christian McCaffrey really adds a different layer to this team offensively because of the how they can utilize him within the offense. He just creates so many issues. Getting running back, Elijah Mitchell back, it gives Ooh, him another lot, option. Man. Like just George Kittle, the way they play, Key talked about Debo, it just and Jimmy G making the sound decisions. Like I know it will come down to him making critical plays, but it's just something about the way this team is constructed. And then, once again, we talk about Dallas going through adversity this season. This team, with all the injuries and Trey Lance and everything they dealt with with Jimmy G, I like the 49ers to come out of the NFC. So when it's all interesting, said and done. Jay, as you go through the weapons on that team, they're all so versatile. 
they kill you in a lot of different ways. You mentioned CMC and Kittle and Debo and then you, uh, Mitchell, and a lot of guys can get you in a lot of ways. So where does San Francisco rank in the NFC hierarchy? You can be a part of Keyshawn J. Willemack's nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-ESPN, 729-3776. ESPN Nation's presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Hmm. Niners mm. or Eagles out of the NFC, and I would throw in yeah, the, the Cowboys, the boys. and the Bucks. You I know, think you, you can't know, sleep you on know the what Bucks. though? All four of the teams out of the NFC, except the the, the Bucks, doesn't do it as well. But the other teams, all four of those run. three other teams, they can run the football and they can play defense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Bucks have the defensive talent on the roster. But a lot, I think a lot of the run issue key is just the whole interior line got turned over. You had a retirement, you had, you had an injury, and then you had another injury right before the season started. Those guys got to the – you know, but the run game's coming along for Tampa, right? Yeah, and it no, should it, get it, better. It, it, yeah, last game they did better. But, I mean, just on a consistent basis, Philadelphia is running the ball well, not only because of the running backs, but then Jalen Hurts turns into a running back. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. we just talked about San Francisco and what they're – capable of doing with Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and company in terms of running the ball. We know what Pollard and Zeke could do, but then you look at all of those defenses. You know, the Eagles' defense is pretty good. Dallas' defense, we already know what that is. San Francisco defense, we got a chance to see that last night. So, you know, we know what Tampa is. I'm just worried about Tampa's run game as it stands today, tomorrow, and maybe different. Yep, yep. L- listen, in about 20 minutes, Key is going to give you his list of the top teams in the NFL in order. Meantime... In uh, 10 seconds, it will be 10 after the hour. And you are going to get the winning word in five seconds. And the winning word, you're going to text to 777 You might win $2,500. DJ and Max, 10K giveaway. And the winning word is golden. G-O-L-D-E-N. Golden. Guess Golden State. Is that what you're thinking about, Shannon? <laughs> what? Golden State? What are you thinking about Golden State? Well, but that's, you know, San Francisco. Is that the idea? Yeah, Golden State. Is that what it is? I mean, Golden, I don't know. G-O-L-D-E-N? Shannon? Uh, the word if it is isn't golden. just pretend yeah, it was. Absolutely. Yes, Go- golden, golden Gate Bridge. Golden. Yeah, golden. golden. Yeah. Yes. The 49ers, <laughs> the Golden Nuggets. Come on, the whole thing. Everything. Yeah. It all ties yeah. together. I might have I might have done something the around the Niners, yeah, but you what? did the Golden Nuggets. I mean, the Golden no, Nuggets still yeah, around. Golden. San Francisco got a win last night. I mean, the Warriors got blitzed rush, by the Pelicans, Ma- but Steph and Max. Kobe in play, so yeah. sorry. Max, is yeah. Golden State, I mean, the Golden, golden State. Nuggets still is around. Is the Golden uh, Nuggets yeah. still around? I, I don't know. I have seen the what is it like in Nevada, not in Ve- Las Vegas, but like yeah. up in Reno. Like, was the last time you've been in Reno, Key? Ooh. I haven't been. I was in Reno maybe it's, with it's Lennox been, Lewis maybe fifteen years ago. Hey yeah. Max, trust me, ago. it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been it's been a minute. All right. So hey, what was I in Reno for? The oh winning, my, yeah, I yeah. know what I was there for. Uh oh. No, 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 no. Right, okay. It was a basketball tournament. All right, there you go. Uh, the winning word golden. You texted the triple seven triple zero. You're entered for your chance to win twenty five hundred dollars. We're doing it every weekday from now until the end of the show, December seventh. No purchase necessary ends December seventh, twenty twenty two. See complete official rules at espnradio.com slash contest. All right, guys, there is real football news because Robert Sala will not mm-hmm. commit to Zach Wilson as his quarterback Sunday. What? That's after saying what a couple weeks ago. He's our quarterback for the rest of the season. He was like outraged to even hear the question, right? Now all of a sudden it's changed. What's changed? That's coming up. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live. 
everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Takes the snap and gets away a line drive, end over end kick, drives Jones back to his own 16-yard line. He's loose to the 40, at the Jet 30, to the 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Yes, dog. The Jets are going to lose this game on one final special team's play. Do you feel like you let the defense down at all? The New York Jets have to bench Zach Wilson. They, they don't have a choice in the matter. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. You can download the podcast, listen on your smart speakers. Guys, Robert Sala won't commit to Zach Wilson as the quarterback Sunday. Now, he's 5-2 and two as a starter. It's his second season in the league, but the first one he was hurt. He missed a chunk. But two of the last three games, no good. Both of them losses to the New England Patriots. Completed 9 of 22, so they dropped them back to Keyshawn Johnson plan 22 times for especially a young quarterback, but only completed nine passes and 77 yards. Key would take at least 192 yards, right? Something like that. Can't have 77 yards <laughs> in a 10-3 loss. Here's Robert Sala at the postgame presser. I'm going to get to the tape and just evaluate everything, and uh, I'll leave it at that We're keeping everything on the table over the next couple of days. So you're you're not committing to Zach as your starter for Sunday? Not right now, not until I'm done evaluating everything. That's the the first time you suggested that, left it open a little bit, or I think it was about three weeks ago where you said he's your starter for the remainder of the season, barring injury. Um, It's changed. You know, you just you. I've got to be able to sit back. I think we all got to be able to sit back and just look at what's best for this organization um, and this team. Yeah, you see, first of all, that was yesterday's press, or not the, I guess it's post-game, but not right after the game. It's yesterday's press conference. Robert Sala was asked about a change of quarterback. And, and look, essentially, Key, what I hear there is, yeah, I didn't anticipate he'd play this poorly, right? Like, when I say the rest of the season, you can't play like that. What should we take from what Robert Sala said? Well, what he said is he is going to evaluate the tape. they got to break it all the way down. They're going to continue to look at it. 
Um, you know, they go Sunday, you play Monday, we look at this tape. We're going to continue to look at it. We'll look at it a little bit on Tuesday. We'll start the game plan, and I'll make a decision on who my starting quarterback is going to be. The decision is going to be uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson will be the starting quarterback, but he'll he'll last as long as his play is good. Um, if he starts to play bad against the Chicago Bears, they'll move to Flacco quick, fast, in a hurry. Because what you don't want to do, as I said to Herm Edwards yesterday, and, and as you remember me mentioning, you don't want to waste the opportunity with this defense. This defense is special. They got an opportunity to be special. And if you got a quarterback that can't do some of the things that you're asking him to do, then you want to get somebody who can. And, you know, I saw a few throws in the game that made me just go, you know, uh, whatever. You know, I can't say it on the air, but it, it really – I wasn't happy with looking at the quarterback play. Um, and they wasted a number two pick as of right now on this quarterback. So, Jay, you've been a part of championship teams in college. You were player of the year, all that stuff, and you played for a legendary coach, right? So, like, you are, mm-hmm. and you are well aware of how coaches operate psychologically, all that stuff. He says Zach Wilson will start, but that he's basically been put on notice. Do you think that's more about the play, or as you pointed out yesterday morning, the response at the press conference? What do you think led to that? I, I think it's a combination of all of it. I think it's what he said four days ago where he said nobody outside this locker room knows anything. They don't know what they're talking about, where he blasts critics, right, antagonizing the media. I think it's a combination of how he handled the post-game commentary. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson the other day saying, you know, do you feel like you let your defense down? He said no. Very short, you know, not giving any description. And it's his play on this field. Look, the reality is, man, that this guy scored four touchdowns this season. Five and two, four touchdowns this season. More interceptions than touchdowns. Same as last year, even though he missed games last year. So for my thing is, I bench him to send the message. And I get that quarterbacks are sensitive, right? But we always talk about Bill Parcells on this show. Bill Parcells benched Phil Sims for mm-hmm. a minute. It's okay to play some games to see how that player responds. And also to see how your team responds to a Joe Flacco or a Mike White in a game that gives him a little bit more confidence. Key, that makes a lot of sense to me because this is what I want to ask you. It occurred to me as we listened to that sound that you have pointed out, you picked the Patriots the first time they played because even though the Jets were hot, Bill Belichick versus a young quarterback, it's a wrap, right? Yeah. So – that's the second time in three weeks that Belichick got a young quarterback. And, and, and that must be very frustrating. So it is sort of a test of character, and, and Zach Wilson failed at the postgame presser. But would you write him off based on that, or is it just the frustration of a young guy playing Belichick twice in three weeks? No, I, look, I'm not in the building. So typically what will happen, Max, in these situations – there's a body of work that these coaches have. What, what do they play, eight, get nine games now, whatever it's been? However many games he's been in. They're looking at those games on top of the New England games, right? They're looking at everything. They're looking at if he should have thrown the ball here, if he should have checked out of this there, his body language, all of those, this post-game press conference. Is he the leader of the team in the locker room? The defensive players are side-eyeing him. They're walking past him and not speaking to him. They're looking at all that, and they're saying to themselves, Okay, let, let's see what this turns out to be. But watching the film, because they know what he should be doing. We don't know exactly what he should be doing. We, we think we know. We got a little bit of information. But they know to a T what he should be doing with the football. And if he's not doing that, then they're going to make a decision and move on from him. Yeah, Jay, I think yeah. that, that what you said sparked that thought, right? Like, it happened to Phil Simms. Bill 
Bill Parcells is seeing. How does this guy respond when he's not doing exactly. well? You got to respond. So Zach Wilson, maybe he does get benched. Maybe it was the frustration of playing Belichick Look, twice in three weeks, and maybe he responds well, but this can't continue like this. Here's a, to Jay's point. Phil, Phil Sims is a little bit veteran player, but to Jay's point, I played with Glenn Foley. In 1998, we had an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. I think it was about four games, five games into the season. And the rest was history. Vinny Testaverde took over from there because – Glenn Foley was not seeing everything the way he needed to see it. Wasn't playing awful, wasn't playing great, but at the end of the day, like Jay said, Bill's like, come stand over here by me. Jay? Look, all I'm saying is, just like Keith said, I think I want to see how Zach Wilson responds to being benched. And that attitude that he brings in, how I see him treat his teammates, if I see him continually engaged – like, he has to show growth, and that's okay, right? Like, that's part of the, the, the growth evolution that you want to see from your quarterback. You recognize you made a mistake. How do you continue to address it and fix it and still do what's in the best interest of the team? Meantime, after the blowout win on the road, and the Cowboys' largest road victory ever by, by point differential, 37 they beat the Vikings. By an 8-1 team, they, they beat by 37. Will they be the top Team and Key's real rankings. That's coming up. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, and Key's Real Rankings here on Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio are brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. What you got for us today, Key? Well, there's eight teams. There's not five. There's not 10. There's not 12. There's not 32. There's eight teams. And one of them what? got a little bit of a punishment because they're they were on a bye, but that's okay. The teams in front of them are just better than them at this point in time. Let's start and hit it, Yates. Number eight. Number eight, the Tennessee Titans. They took care of business against the Carolina Lonely Panthers. I mean, obviously the Packers. I said the Panthers took care of business. It took them 
to the woodshed. When you look at the situation with Tennessee, they got a recipe, right? They're going to run the football with Derrick Henry. They're going to make sure that Ryan Tannehill does not turn the football over like he did in the playoff game against Cincinnati. They sit at number eight. Number seven. Number seven, the Baltimore Ravens. They're seven and three. Okay, Cincinnati's right there on their tail, but they're clawing and scrapping to win these football games. And I know it wasn't pretty. It wasn't a game. It wasn't a blowout. It just was a game that they needed to win against the Carolina Panthers. They took care of business. Number six. Number six. Hmm. The Buffalo Bills, right? They fell from the top of the heat down to number six because the teams in front of them right now are playing better football. They took care of business against Cleveland. I know it was a snowstorm that got in the way up in Buffalo, so they had to go to Detroit and play, and they beat the Cleveland Browns. Okay, they didn't run away with it. They just had a nice little solid game. They sit at six, and they're seven and three. Number five. Number five, the Miami Dolphins. They didn't play at all. This is the team that got some rest, much-needed rest. They're seven and three. They're ahead in their division, but the teams in front of them are slightly better based on their performance this past week. Out of sight, out of mind as far as I'm concerned. Miami sits at five. Dolphin fans should be excited. Number four. We saw this team last night beat up on the beat up on the Cardinals without Kyler Murray in the lineup. The San Francisco 49ers, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Kittle, Jimmy Garoppolo on the offensive side of the ball, Bosa on the defense, young emerging defensive back in Diamador Lenore. This team is poised to make a strong run at the Super Bowl. They're getting healthier. And they got a quarterback that certainly can play the way he played. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. Number three. Number three, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles uh, uh, needed to come back. Jalen Hurts on a draw at the end of the game. Scores. Beats the Indianapolis Colts. And my good friend and our good friend, Jeff Saturday, which we, we're going to give Saturday a victory even though it was a loss because he coached his tail off to try to go 2-0. Philly sitting at 9-1. and They're now going to be marching in trying to get another victory to go to 10. Number two. The Dallas Cowboys went into Minnesota. They're number two in my ranking. Went into Minnesota and unleashed on a team that stole a win up in Buffalo and, quite frankly, had the second-best record in the National Football League. And you said to yourself, okay, this Minnesota Viking team is pretty damn good. But they didn't. They were not good against the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott did what he was supposed to do. The running game was a running game. Pollard out of the backfield. The defense stepped up. Michael Parsons and company sacked, I believe, Kirk Cousins six times. Now we're going to number one. Number and one. this should be a very easy peasy at number one. The Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs go on the road. Don't worry about nothing. We're playing against a division rival in the Los Angeles Chargers. We're going to be down with a bucket some change left in the fourth quarter. Oh, by the way, we got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. So what are we going to do? We're going to put it in his hands. We're going to go right down the field. We're going to score, and we're going to go home with a nice ride. And then when we get off the plane, we can go celebrate as a team. Kansas City sitting at 8-2, and two, number one overall in my real rankings. As you can see, one Kansas City, two Dallas, three Philadelphia, four San Francisco, five Miami, six Buffalo, seven Baltimore, eight Tennessee. And there are some teams that could potentially be on there, but these are my top eight teams in the National Football League after Week 11. I just can't stand by the fact that the out-of-sight, out-of-mind is the most ridiculous justification for why the Dolphins are fifth that I've ever heard in my entire life. So I get that the, I get that the Cowboys blitz the Vikings, but they just lost to the Packers the week before, and they got ran against, right? So there are questions that we had about the Dallas Cowboys. And granted, big-time win. 
But to sit up here and say that, well, the Dolphins haven't played for a week, so I'm going to hold that against them, and that's why they're going to be ranked higher than, I mean, lower than the Cowboys, who just came off a loss the week before. It's just, I, I can't. I, it, every, just, every, it just goes every, into every the reason why Tyreek Hill chimes into the show. I don't it, even it just I, goes not, into I don't, all I don't even know who Tyreek Hill is other than a good receiver, man. I have no conversation. <laughs> I, don't DM him. I just feel it. I, I don't feel DM him. I don't talk to him show. on sidebars. I don't worry about him. My real rankings sit <laughs> the way they are. These are my top eight teams. Yes, you are punished. When you're on a bye and other teams play better than you, this has been a. Well, consistent, they can't play better than you when you don't this play. This is well. this has been a consistent theme for 11 weeks. If you are at the top and you have a bye, and somebody has played better than you prior to my last time seeing you, then yeah, I'm gonna put. I'm probably gonna drop you. Yeah, that's right. been probably. the case. This not is not necessarily, a, but this probably. is not this is not a Miami Dolphins thing, Jay. Will it really isn't? I don't. I could care like less. It. I'm going. I'm going to the Super Bowl regardless. Yeah, I know you always say that, but it feels like it. Guys, we have Uh, Are the San Francisco 49ers better than the Dolphins? Yes. Are the Philadelphia Eagles better than the Dolphins? Yes. Kansas City? Yes. The Dallas Cowboys certainly showed, based on the way Dak Prescott played, that they are the number two team in the NFL right now today. I, I don't it can know change about tomorrow. Wait a minute. We that's, can go back and forth and argue subjective. this all day, that's but subjective. let's bring someone else into the argument. Yes, Who is the someone else? NFL front office insider, <laughs> Mike Tannenbaum, sitting right to my right. Good morning, Mike T. Good morning. This is keep going, fellas. This is really fun to listen to. Yes, but we we, <clears throat> we can sit here and bicker all day. Why don't you bicker a little bit? What do you think? Um, yeah, a couple of things stand out to me. Two, two things. Number one, I think Tennessee is too low. Like, last year, they were the one seed, and this year they go up and they dismantle Green Bay, as Jay Will reminded us the week before, Green Bay takes it to Dallas. So, to me, Tennessee is a team that no one's going to want to play. They're well coached. They have a good defense, despite a lot of injuries on the defensive side, most notably uh, losing Harold Landry for the year. And Derrick Henry, to me, is the way to slow down these powerhouse offenses in the AFC. So, for example, if they're playing Kansas City, nobody has a defense to stop Patrick Mahomes. But Derrick Henry can stop Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right about that, Mike. But let me ask you a question, Pops. Who has Tennessee played that's a signature win this year? Like who? Green Bay? I mean, like Green, Bay's, Green Bay is treading water right now. Even but, though they beat the Dallas Cowboys, they, they did everything in their power to win that football game. And Dallas did everything in their power to lose it. So Tennessee could be up there. They, they, they may be next week. But as of right now... They're a team, when I look at who they've beaten, and I look at that, I'm going, eh. I mean, like, where's their signature victory at? Well, I would just say, if we use the Keyshawn Johnson recency evaluation, they go up to Green Bay on a short week, on a Thursday night, underman with a bunch of injuries. Green Bay the- coming off their best win of the season. Yeah, so it's fair. Um, but look, I think they're going to win their division, which means yes. they can get a home playoff game. Yes. And then after that, I just think they're the one team, everyone's going to be like, ugh. You're, you're 100% right. They, they got what's portable that a lot of teams don't have. They got a running game and a guy that, that can counter a high-octane offense because it can slow it down. But they're eight, okay? They'll move up to four as they continue to keep winning. They may move even higher than that. But right now, this week in week 11, they're sitting at eight. So Mike T is very high on the Titans. You talked about it yesterday on a tremendous afternoon show, 2 p.m. Eastern, <laughs> this just in, handsome host. Um, well, guess what? You like the Titans largely because of that big old running back, right? Oh, he can punish the uh, defense and control Patrick Mahomes better than any defense can. Guess who we have coming up at 
Eastern today on this very program, Eddie George, to talk about many things, including the Titans. Um, Mike T., you were vocal about the Jets needing to bench Zach Wilson. How would benching Zach Wilson be not only beneficial to the Jets, but Zach Wilson as well? Well, first of all, Robert Sala does not have any other choice. This is an absolute no-brainer. This is an opportunity for Robert Sala to establish himself as a credible long-term NFL head coach. You can't tomorrow let him go out to practice as your starter. Candidly, he should be their third string. Mike White and Joe Flacco should battle out. He didn't play well. When you can't complete a pass behind the line of scrimmage, which is what a good high school quarterback could do, you don't deserve to play. And it's clear by looking at his teammates' comments, Garrett Wilson, their body language, what Zach Wilson said. He clearly has no idea what it's like to be an accountable teammate. And Jay Will Key, you guys know as former players, like there is an ecosystem in a locker room of losing the trust and respect of your teammates. And the only way you're going to learn that lesson is by being benched and over time earning it back. And the way you earn it back is you stack one good practice day on top of the next. But there is no way in good conscience that Robert Sala could go out there on Sunday with Zach Wilson as your quarterback. And one other thing, in this market, guys, which you guys all know, if Zach Wilson goes plays in MetLife on Sunday, the first incomplete pass, could you imagine what the crowd's going to be like? Well, there's nothing wrong with making him earn it back over time. I actually think that's a good exercise for Zach Wilson to go through because, frankly – Mike T, like, nothing is given to you in professional sports. Like, you have to go out there and take it, regardless of whether you're the second pick. I mean, we were just talking about James Wiseman, who was the second pick in the NBA draft, playing in the G League for the Golden State Warriors. And people are, like, baffled. I'm like, yeah, sometimes these things occur. And it's his job to fight his way out of it to get back on the court. And you would ask the same thing if Zach Wilson is that player for the Jets long term. Then be that guy. Fight your way out of it. Claw back. Don't you want to see that character-wise from your starting quarterback? Yeah, that's exactly right. In this market especially, like you have to go earn it, and he doesn't deserve to play. The NFL is the ultimate meritocracy, and because of that, he hasn't earned the right to play. And If you put him out there, the next time somebody shows up late, is overweight, or all the other reasons you could get fined and be held accountable in the NFL – that player's going to walk into the head coach and say, you can't hold me accountable because you're not holding that guy accountable. Mike T., once upon you know, a time. The okay, thing, go ahead, Key. The, the thing, Mike, with, with this, because it's such a, a, a fragile, fresh situation, I don't know that I would sit him down today. I may sit him down tomorrow. I may let him go into MetLife with the booze and sit him down because if you, you know, you sit him down now opposed to, the second quarter of the Chicago Bear game, and now you go with a veteran and Joe Flacco, you're sending a different type of message. If you send a message where all of a sudden, and you know, we've been together in in the Glenn Foley days when Glenn Foley was a bench because Vinny was better and, and Glenn wasn't doing what we needed to get done, and we had a championship type team. But that was a veteran player opposed to a young dude who may not be able to recover from you benching him right now. Bench him later on, but not. I wouldn't do it right now. I'd wait and see what happens in the Chicago game. So, meantime, Key, you were uh, with the Jets when Mike T was GM, general manager of the New York football Jets. Mike T, you went out and did something when you were GM, which uh, the Jets sorely needed. You went out and got the best, most talented available quarterback. By hook or by crook, you talk about this all the time, you were not going to let him not be the quarterback of the Jets. At the time, that was Brett Favre. 
There's another quarterback out of Green Bay right now who succeeded Favre, who does not seem very happy with his present situation. Could Aaron Rodgers possibly be to the Jets, considering the young talent on that team, what Stafford was to the Rams last year? Absolutely. I mean, there. why not? Like, if you connect the dots, like if Aaron Rodgers wants to keep playing after this year, certainly Green Bay's probably more in a rebuild. Jets have a great defense. It's not inconceivable. Now, Aaron Rodgers has expressed proclivities about the West Coast for a number of reasons, but I certainly, if I'm the Jets, guys, the verb I'm going to use is scour. I'm going to look at Daniel Jones. I'm going to look at Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady's a free agent. Could you imagine Tom Brady as a New York Jet? But there is no way you could sit there if you're the New York Jets who have put together a really good roster and say that, hey, we could go win a championship with Zach Wilson. And to me, you're going to look at any and all possibilities, including Aaron Rodgers. Well, I guess the, yeah. the, the next yeah. follow-up question is, Mike T, like if you were Aaron Rodgers or represented Aaron Rodgers, do you think he should want out of Green Bay? You know, being uh, in Aaron Rodgers' head, Jay Will, between those years, that's a, a unique place to be. I don't know what is going to make him fulfilled. I know – in trading for Brett Favre, Brett was hard-pressed to show the world that I could still play. They want to play this other guy named, ironically, Aaron Rodgers, but I'm still a great player, and I want to keep going. So I don't know what's going to make Aaron Rodgers fulfilled. I don't know if it's his legacy, change of scenery, geography, West Coast, but um, if you're running a team, and unless you're sure about who your quarterback is, you have to look into it. Which- yeah, there's, four, there's four guys that I would, would take a look at, obviously. One would be Aaron Rodgers. Daniel Jones sitting right down the street. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo will be a free agent. Take a sneak peek at him because Matt, uh, Mike has some you know familiarity. They have familiarity with him. And then I would look at what the Raiders would do with Carr. Those are the guys that I would take a look at that's in the veteran marketplace if they can get him to do kind of the Matthew Stafford situation. That makes sense. From, from Rodgers' point of view, Mike T., from Aaron Rodgers' point of view, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Um, when you survey the landscape, you know, last year there was a lot of talk. Well, maybe the Broncos. No, he'd be better on this team. And I looked at the Packers and I thought, actually, when they had Devontae Adams, those teams might not be any better than the Packers overall. Maybe he should just stay put. Again, he's structured his contract where at the end of this year we could go through this whole thing again, right? When you survey the landscape heading into next season, where do you think Aaron Rodgers makes the most sense? You look at a team and you go, oh, my God, if they had Aaron Rodgers. You know, one could certainly be New Orleans. New Orleans has a really good defense, and they have a big question mark at quarterback. Um, and, you know, look, there's going to be some other really interesting situations, like what, like Tampa Bay. What happens if Tom Brady leaves there? Could you imagine if Tampa Bay goes from Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> I got one, but everyone would say I'm crazy. That's crazy, Max. If they don't, if they don't, if they don't. Like Jimmy make a G. deep run this year. Jimmy G back on no, Tampa. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. Let's see what Dak does in the playoffs this year with that Cowboys defense and all those weapons. Could you imagine that one? Probably too much money, though. Maybe, but could what you a, imagine? What about Tom Brady having a homecoming in San Francisco? Ooh. He, he gives Jimmy G the boot again. Yeah, <laughs> why why are he can't take this guy's job? just throwing names and teams out there. Don't fall yes. into that trap. Why Mike not? T, Mike Tannenbaum joining us this morning on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. It's so much fun, uh, though, Key. Yeah, yeah, I know. Look, are the Chicago Bears doing a disservice to Justin Fields at all by the way that they're utilizing him? Or or is it what you have to do with a guy like this? Yeah, okay, it's a really interesting question. 
I saw Justin Fields up close and personal in the scouting process, and boy, he is a grown man. He is incredibly well built, and I thought he would have be built to withstand the rigors of the NFL. But when the ball's in his hands as much as it is, you're going to be worried about that. And one of the things he's going to have to learn key is when to slide, when not to take a hit, because if not, he's not going to be able to survive. And he is so talented. He has such a high ceiling that, one, you got to invest the offensive line. But, two, you have to work with him in a very meaningful way to know, hey, it's third and six. Yeah, you're going to put your head down. But there's a time and a place because if not key, I understand your point. He's just not going to have – you know, back-to-back 17-game seasons because of his play style. Is, you think all the running is taking a toll? It, it already has. I mean, he has a dislocated left shoulder. I mean, just think about if you're the Bear organization, you have a real reasonable chance to go beat the Jets in what would be a low-scoring game. If he doesn't play this week, you think – Do you tra- play him? Do you play him, Mike? If he's healthy. But I'm saying, like, if you're the Chicago Bears, you're going to drive to MetLife Stadium on Sunday with Trevor Simeon. You think you're going to score three points against that <laughs> Jet defense? You have no shot. But but see, I put this when you when you say he should learn how to do this slide things of that nature. I put this on the coaching staff because they're they are the ones that are calling the plays, the design runs. They're the ones who's deciding to do this, opposed to him dropping back and taking off on his own when nothing's there. I mean, that particular play that he got hurt on, that was a quarterback sweep. That was called by the offensive coordinator. It wasn't something that he decided to do. Yeah, but they've got to protect him. If you watch this play, though, I mean, he he's running out of bounds. It's just like a late. It's like a a, a weird fall. Yeah. Like it's it's not like one of these plays like where it's like well because of the designed offense that's why he got hurt. It just has a weird fall. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, they, it's just out of bounds. Called, like, it's like that, that's how like that's like tag football. By the way, remember who this happened they to designed, last they year? They designed the play and called it though. They yeah, called but, a quarterback sweep. Remember if you who don't this, call the quarterback sweep, he's not running to the sidelines. Remember what ha- who, who this happened to last year? Kyler Murray, non-throwing shoulder. Heard it. They were like 6-0, and 7-0, something crazy like that. And maybe we're, and I think it two years ago. And it wasn't the same the rest of the season. because It was two years ago. Because of the non-throwing shoulder injury, they stopped running him so much. And then the offense went to pieces, and they didn't wind up winning. The difference between this guy and Kyler Murray is – Kyler Murray's so small, that may continue to happen. But you look at Justin Fields, as you said, Mike T, he's a big, strong guy. If he learned, Not that it happened on that play, but if he makes sure to run with a little less Josh Allen and a little more Lamar Jackson, that's better for him, right? Like, do, let's not use that size to seek out contact. Let's, let's slide. Yeah, again, you got, it's, a, it's a combination of all those things. Like, if Justin Fields is in the game, you're going to call running plays. Like, that plays to his strength. But it has to be managed well because if not, like, again, like, look at the organization. They have no chance to win this game without him. And that's why you have to manage him, and he has to learn to protect himself. I think it's a, a little bit of everything. And let's not forget, they have a terrible offensive line as well. Yeah, terrible offensive line. I mean, how you, if he's one of the best weapons in football, like, how else are you supposed to utilize him? Like, yeah. you, you want him to play to his strengths, right? So, I mean, once again, like, the play was him kind of running out of bounds. It wasn't like, was he going to slide there or not? I mean, and he's made plays out of the pocket before where he just gets out of the pocket and he starts creating plays. So it didn't happen on one of those plays. It just happened on a random play towards the sideline. That's what that's I don't also know. maybe you our go, you can't go to the well too many times, though, Jay. That's the problem. You keep going to the well over and over and over. You a guy gets banged up. 
that shoulder gets banged up. It gets banged up two weeks from now. It gets banged up three weeks from now. Now, all of a sudden, the injuries start to pile up, pile up, pile up, and then he becomes RG3 again, or he becomes Cam Newton, where you just beat him to a point where he doesn't even get to his 10th year. Yeah, I mean, maybe our, our tolerance for risk at the quarterback position is going to have to go up because it is now a dual-threat position. Those are the guys getting drafted up but, high, the dual-threat quarterbacks. But that's where you have to do a better job as a team builder to say, like, if our guys has a chance of getting hurt, like, how do we win games without him? Credit the 49ers. They had Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance gets hurt. All the Bears have is Trevor Simeon. That is Mike Tannenbaum, former GM of the New York Jets. And guess who we have coming up in a matter of moments? Mike Greenberg to discuss his level, super fan of the Jets, to discuss his level of concern. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Is he going to be comfortable being on a morning talk show on ESPN? <laughs> Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.